Hello, 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 kings and queens of the world. It is the Crown Podcast coming at you with episode six. We are here today talking about everything that you guys need to hear about. So, first of all, you know, today we're in the beautiful city of Las Vegas, Nevada. You know, most interactive podcast you'll ever be a part of. Make sure you guys stay interactive with us. Um, you know, today I want to start off with Joe. Joe, I just want to ask you how you doing. You know, we've been talking about mental health lately, so I figured we could take a quick little break and do a little mental health session, you know, check on everybody here, make sure we're good, you know. So how are you doing today? I'm, uh, I'm not good. Why is that? Because I'm in pain constantly. I have a pinched nerve in my back, and this pain in my leg never goes away. Do you so. have an idea of how you, like, how you got that? How that happened? Uh, I was working underneath my sink, and I'm a big guy, and underneath my sink is not for big guys. <laughs> and so I think I twisted around. My doctor did an x-ray, and my in my lower lumbar, and my two discs are almost touching each other, and they're pinching my sciatic nerve. That's so my leg doesn't work properly, and it's constant excruciating pain. And no matter what I do, sitting, laying, standing, it's just painful. It never goes away. I'm sorry to hear that, Joe. Um, so you said you went to the doctor and everything, right? Right. Um, ooh That's crazy. That's unfortunate. It's very unfortunate to hear. You know, hopefully you get better real soon. That's the problem. The best solution for it, and maybe you guys can help me at work and shit, but uh, I have to lose all this weight. Because the more weight I lose... The bigger that gap in my between my discs becomes, and the easier it is for that nerve to slip out. Mm. Yeah, let's do it. If that's right. What it takes, if, that's right. <laughs> if you need us to help you, we're there. For you. That's what we're here for. We're here to support each other. So if that's what you needed to do, we are in. We're all in. Let's get started as soon as possible. But I'm down five pounds since my doctor's appointment. Hey, there you go. There we I'm go. Start, that's what I'm talking about. Joe. Good job. Alright, so let's move on to Stone. Stone, brother, man, how are you doing today? I'm fantastic. I mean, I'm riding the high. I got two sports teams that I support majorly that coming off two wins. One being our Golden Knights of Vegas, and one being my English football team, uh, known as the Tottenham Hotspurs. Great Ooh. wins, man. We're moving. Don't know. <laughs> For those who don't know, if you're if you're involved with that, Joe is a Liverpool guy. Um, so we got a bit of a rivalry going on. Uh, so it's fun. It's good. Um, but yeah, man, I'm driving that high. I mean, outside of that, it, it, everything's moving as it should be right now, man. I got my my little boy coming soon. So it is what it is. You know, we're just fixing up the house. Um, I guess more so physically, just drain. But mentally, I mean, we're we're on a we're on a, we're on a smooth incline. Ready here. I see you rocking that Golden Knights gear today, too. Yes, sir. All that. That's what I'm talking about. I'd love to see the support. Although, you know, you also talked about how you had a baby boy on the way. I want to talk about how you had a baby shower a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. You know, baby shower was lit. It was good. Having a great time. You know, <laughs> yeah. ready to welcome the baby boy into the world. That was one. Um, he's coming real soon, huh? Next month. Next, Next month. month, brother. Yeah, we got March 19th. Yeah, basically Hopefully a couple March 20th. But yeah, a few weeks. And basically, really. Uh, baby shower was lit. Don't want to talk about the, the aftermath of the baby shower. You were <laughs> We had some good food, but the food came out, you know, immediately after and for, for a long time. Yeah. So that was what. But yeah, man, just just some stuff going on. But how, how are you doing, brother? How's, your, doing, how's your mental? I'm doing great. Woke up this morning, you know, ready some fresh air, and I'm feeling amazing. You know, today's a great day. I know it because, you know, I woke up, I put on this shirt, and guess what this shirt says? Love. The shirt says love. So, you know, whenever you wake up and you're in love, you're like, always oh, going to have a great day. And that's how I wake up every day. I thought it said low V. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> huh. Maybe I have first pronounced that. But you're right. No. Yeah, so, yeah, here we are, you know, waking up today. We're in love. You know, I'm here with my guys, you know, having a great time. So, yeah, I couldn't ask for it to be any better, you know. 
life's going, you know, we're here, we're making money, we're doing everything we need to be doing, you know, we're, we're going, you know. Also, for all our listeners out there, I want to let you guys know we have our YouTube channel up and running. We got more videos coming to you guys, so make sure you guys stay tuned into that. Make sure you guys subscribe to the YouTube channel. It's The Crown Podcast. Subscribe, like all the videos, leave comments, say whatever you want. We're here. We want you guys to talk to us, so make sure you guys do that. Also, listeners on Spotify, thank you guys so much for everything you guys are doing for us. You guys are great. You guys are amazing. Um, quick touch on the Spotify listeners. You know, we had a few Q&A questions coming from you guys. One was as to why we titled it The Crown, and I wanted to touch on that. So, um, The Crown Podcast is named The Crown Podcast because... The crown is a very significant object in a lot of things. You know, royalty, as far as kings and queens wear crowns, you know, the crown of the tree is one of the most important parts. You know, there's very many variables to it that involve the crown. And, you know, it's always on the top of the head. It's at the highest point. And that's where we all plan to reach. I plan for everybody in society to reach the highest point. You know, the very tip of the crown, everybody to realize that they are kings and queens and wear that crown truly faithfully and with the head held high because that's what we all deserve in this life. Um, uh, that was another one that I forgot. Does anybody else remember? Maybe, no. I, I'll be honest, I didn't, but that was a good touch on that, though. I like that. You know, I think the crown is more, it signifies more than just a name, you know? Um, it has a sense of image to it. Like you said, kings and queens. We, we, we all are kings and queens, and that's how we should treat ourselves as well. You know, it's at the end of the day, it is all self-love as well. Make sure you are straight um, and know deep down that you are the queen that you are, the king that you are, you know, and we are a part of the crown. For those listening, you are a part of the crown. You are the king, the queen of your life and, and ours. You know, that's it, really. So it, there, there's more... <laughs> there's more behind it you know than just the name you know there's there's an image um that we just like to give out to as a i guess like a self-uplifting kind of thing too you know i like that ever since we started it um i I think my self-esteem too has has been a lot better you know than it has in in the past you know just just (laughs) so i appreciate you guys i love all you listeners supporters you know thank you guys love you guys we're doing this man yeah. Anything you want to say about it? I like, you know, I think of the crown. I think of the crown of the head, where all your knowledge comes from, where all your thoughts, your your emotions, your loves. It's, it's the thing that starts the rest of your body moving. The rest of us as human beings moving, getting around, connecting to one each other. You know, it's it's you know the tippy top of everything, um, and that's where we plan to be, the tippy top. So. That's it, absolutely, 100%. All righty, so let's get into one more thing that I wanted to talk about real quick, you know. You know, even though, you know, Joe, you mentioned that you did want to lose weight here in the future. And, um, but real quick, I wanted to just talk about food places here in Vegas. You know, I feel like we have a lot of food places, but I feel like a lot of our food places are going, like, downhill. We're not getting as good quality food as we used to as far as before quarantine. You know, I feel like since COVID happened and everything, everybody started getting sick, and somehow the food quality dropped when I feel like it should have gotten better. You know, I, I think it dropped two reasons. A, supply issues. You know, they're still trying to work those out. I know it's been a couple of years, but they're still trying to work those out. And, you know, certain things are falling apart. Uh, two, I think, is... <laughs> The workers who used to bring all that quality and that that high, high end margin that we all knew and love here in Las Vegas, I think when the you know pandemic happened, they went and found things to do. You know, they couldn't count on uh, career in hospitality forever, which is completely understandable they couldn't rely on okay hospitality is going to be there forever so they had to go out and find something else they had to go out and and grind and work and and create something else to where you know now it's it's someone who's not used to it now we're getting at the beginning of it you know people who were like well i've been doing this for 30 years they're the master of their craft. You know, you've been doing something for 30 years. They retire. They said, look, I don't need this headache anymore. 
So now there's a guy in there who's who's been doing it for four or five years. He's not the master of his craft yet. He's learning. Mm-hmm. So I think while it's maybe suffering right now, it's not going to be a forever thing because these you know men and women who are in the the food industry now who have only been in there for a few years, they're going to hit 10, 15 years into their craft and they're going to go, okay, you know, the quality is going to be right back where it was. So I think it's a, it's a couple of reasons why it's lacking, but it definitely is lacking here. But I don't think it's just here. I don't think it's, you know, proprietary to here. I think it's everywhere where it's lacking. Probably fairly enough. Yeah, I mean, sorry, I didn't even cut you off. Um, but yeah, no, food, like you said, before quarantine, it seemed like quality was a lot higher. Um, I always seen Vegas, too, as, as the melting pot. Um, people do say, you know, L.A., California is a big melting pot of varieties of food. Uh, I always seen Vegas like that as well. And I think the quarantine pandemic set us behind. A lot of the variety did come from our mom and pop shops, you know, our hole in the walls. Um Sadly, they couldn't possibly couldn't stay in business because, you know, uh, the big the big corporations are going to take over, you know, the more fast foodies. Um, and I think that's why a lot. Uh, I think that's the reason one of the bigger reasons why our quality jumped down as well is now because the mom and pop shops that could survive through the pandemic. Um, they're they're almost trying to play catch up now with their with their quality um, and even with their customer service, you know. Uh, and like Joe said, you know, that paid that paid a big reason to quality as well. Uh, a whole shutdown worldwide, you know, imports, um, raising our, our, what's it, kettle, cat, cattle? Is that what it is, you know? Uh, raising those, you know, just getting that imports and everything. It was it, it was a lot harder for a lot of other, a lot of other people. So, yeah. But, man, we need good food back. <laughs> That's another thing. So, you have a baby, dude. So, you know, all the baby food recalls that have been happening during the quarantine and everything. How did that, like... What was the process of that? How did you go about that? Tough. Um, now, I still don't know how we're going to process it when the time comes. I know Amanda is going to try and breastfeed. Mm-hmm. Um, we had complications with that the first time with our girl. But hopefully everything goes right. We can get that done. We can breastfeed. Don't have to rely on the formula so much. Um, now, if worse comes to worse, we have to rely on it. We got to do what we got to do and see where we can get stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um but for sure, it, it was it was scary to see it at first uh, because my girl was born in the pandemic, you know. So luckily, she got off a formula semi quickly. Um, we'd have to go through all those troubles of the recalls, but it was scary, you know. And just thinking about it, other for other parents, man, like I I care for for babies, man. They're it's scary, dude. Um, it's other parents in general, it's just, it's a scary scary sight to go through. I just can't imagine that, you know. Hello, everybody. Welcome. This is the Crown Podcast out of the beautiful city of Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, let's get right back into it. So we were talking about the food drop, you know, supply issues. Sorry, can I speak something about food real quick? Pop in my head. Vegas native, bro. Keith Lee. I don't know if you're going to see this. I hope he does. You know, the Crown, we love Keith Lee. I love Keith Lee. Dude has revived mom and pop shops. Food places like crazy. The, I hope he sees this. Yeah, I, I, see, I see bro on TikTok all the time. He's out there doing his thing, but I really hope we can meet, bro, and help you get some yeah. together. Really, yeah. the thing I love about him is he's humble. You know, that's the thing. He's still yeah. humble. He he hasn't let his success go to his head, which is really really cool. And I think he's the most honest food critic we got. You know, yeah, very much. So he'd be sitting there like this, telling the truth about every restaurant in Vegas. That's zero. Dude, that's what straight up. Like it's hard. Yeah, but I, I, before we got off the food topic, that that was one thing that rang in my head was yeah. keeping. So on the topic of supply shortages, yes, can we talk about how people go crazy every time there's a supply shortage? Like when in the beginning of a quarantine, when they found out there was going to be toilet paper and like paper towels and water and shorts, everybody went to the store and swarmed everything to the point where the shelves were empty. Then how like what was it last week? Maybe two weeks ago. Yeah. I don't, my memory is not the best, so I'm not gonna, so like gas prices out here, and literally though it didn't even last long enough. They plugged the hole like literally a day or two later. Yes. You know there was a little gas slot. There was a leak in the gas line to Vegas, man. Everybody went to the gas station and was filling up gas like there was never going to be gas ever again in the world. I'm talking they were going filling up little red containers. They are filling up their cars. Even if their car was full, I don't know what they were doing. I was working, and, like, there was a Smith parking lot, right? And Smith's gas station was flooded with so many cars. I'm talking it was 
from the when I started my shift at five o'clock to ten o'clock, there was a car at the gas station the whole time, and there was not like I'm talking not a car but several cars still waiting to get to the gas pump. Everything, and it was the craziest thing I ever seen in my life, and I just don't understand it. There, there's no rhyme or reason, and we're never going to understand why people do that, man. I, I mean, I don't. Joe, you want to? Actually, I, I talked to my aunt about this, and she, she made it because uh, uh, I, I was telling her, look, I don't get it. I don't understand it. And she said, in chaos, when you can't control something, you tend to overindulge on the things you can control. So you can control, you know, the amount of toilet paper you have in your house. So people went out and bought toilet paper for a sense of security because so many other things were out of their control. Um, Vegas is unique in the fact that the only thing we produce here is hospitality. We don't, you know, everything, all of our food, all of our gas, all of our all of our products that the locals here need from day to day is all shipped from another state or another country. We don't we're not self-reliant at all for anything here in Las Vegas. So when you hear the gas supply to Las Vegas is shut down, well, you know Vegas can't produce its own. So you freak out and you have to go get your, you know what I'm saying? Because you know, no matter what, you can't, at least if it's going to be down for a week, at least make sure you got a week's worth of gas in your vehicle so you can provide for your family still. And that's the mentality. That's the, okay, how am I going to, provide for my family still for the over this next week while I may not be able to get this one thing. So they they you know people tend to, to hoard and collect and and take what they can in their control so they still have a sense of security for their family. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I I, I could I could understand that I suppose. Um I guess I just don't know I don't know if it's too much faith that I have in our, you know, um, our, our workers. As soon as I heard that happen, we had a gas leak, and I told Amanda, I was like, yo, we're not going to go and get gas right now. We're fine. We're not going to be one of those that's going to hoard gas. I will either walk to work, I'll bike to work, we'll figure it out, and this is going to be fine in three days. We're fine, you know? And turns out, I mean, I think I've seen a statement from our governor. Um, as soon as he said a statement that it was... A state of emergency, you saw people go nuts. As soon as it fell out of a state of emergency, I feel like everyone ran back into their homes and you've seen nobody at the gas stations. You know, because of that, gas went up a few cents, you know, a few 20 cents. But it's like, if I think, I can't call it, re- you know, um, common reasoning because everyone has their own reasons for what they do, right? So you can't really knock that on everybody. Um, but, you know, if we went ahead and just got what we needed, I think everything in in the supply chain would be fine right? in a sense of price right. would kind of level out not jump up 20 to 30 cents right five to ten maybe right uh, i mean it, it's really just out of state of just take what you need and not what you you know not trying to hoard i guess it, i don't know i just i never understood that uh that chaos switch i guess when people would switch that mentality into you know right um we're going into an apocalypse kind of switch it's it's yeah Never clipped with me at all. I don't should should it? I mean, yeah. I think you should be. There should be a level of preparedness. I don't think it should be crazy or out of hand or or you know what I'm saying. I don't think you should hinder somebody else's ability to have. But you should definitely you know cover your ass. Now, I mean, when I gave my first case, and we see on the news we got a case of The Walking Dead starting. Then we can talk about, you know, hoarding and whatnot. I'm talking about this. I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go so Bruce Lee. I'm going to go Bruce Wick. Bruce Wick. That's another question I got. You know, okay, news comes zombie apocalypse. Are you trying to, because every zombie apocalypse movie out there sucks. The world's desolate. The world, I mean, and, and you know, Surviving is just awful, you know, in the worst situations. You got to fight not only zombies, but you got to fight other people, you know, because because agreed is still a thing. Is that, 
you know, so you hear, okay, zombie apocalypse. Are you going, all right, I'm ready to fight. I'm ready to, to, to live this out and tell the world better. Or are you just going, you know what? I did a pretty good one. Take me. No, I got to be honest. Let me go first because I got to be 100% honest here. I'm going to kill everybody up until one certain point, right? That's if now you know how like certain like lobby games and stuff, there are them zombies with like superpowers and some extra crazy nonsense right. that you just, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done fighting. Right. Like that, I'm running for my life. And if I don't run fast enough, then Lord take me. You might as well just, yeah. But up until that point, I'm talking if you're around me and you're a normal person, you scream, I'm shooting your brains out. Zombies, I'm going crazy. I'm, t- I'm not even going to shoot a zombie. I'm fighting hands on. Now, what if you run out of ammo? Then I'm turning into Chainsaw Man. Chainsaw Man is dope. And Chainsaw Man's hard. I'm going crazy. But, I'm telling you, I'm not, I'm not dying until there's like bouncer zombies. Yeah. At that point, I'm not even fighting. I'm not even willing to fight. No, there's no point. I'm going to be scared. And I, I would love to see that first off. Like, nope. No, like, just, just hear me out. Like, I think if, if, if we could talk a realistic zombie apocalypse, I think we're getting. The slow, not very coherent, walking, you know, they can't do nothing. They're not going to run at you. When I see a zombie running at me, I'm, I'm turning the gun on myself. You know what I'm saying? Just like you, like, even when they're jumping, as soon as the zombie runs, I'm done. Okay, but they're now, moseying around. Is there, right? are we potentially on the precipice of a zombie apocalypse with all of the train wrecks that have happened all over the country, with all of the chemicals that have seeped into the ground, with all of the... Yeah, this is real. It happened in Ohio. It happened in... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. In uh, Oregon. It's a possibility. It a, a plastic factory burned gr- to the ground, and all that went I back. I thought all you needed was bath salts. The crazy part, you can call me mentally immature, but I'm telling you, every little like, game or something you see, but everything is actually possible, and that's why these people think of things like this, because it's very much so possible, whether it's... Uh, a thousand years from now, whether it's ten years from now, everything's gonna be so much more possible. Just like you said, all the chemicals and everything that are going to the ground, the zombies are gonna be so incoherent. They're gonna eat random stuff. They're gonna eat random shit off the ground. And one thing can't have some super toxic chemical in it that can enhance something that we never even would have thought of. Because who's gonna eat that? Right. And then boom! Now the zombies got super strength. They're throwing cars at you, and da 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 da. Around the zombie was possible. Wouldn't superheroes be possible? Very much so, but but they're not. Normal people wouldn't eat the same thing as zombies would. That's my point. You know, like if a zombie was to see something random on the ground, be like oh, brains. <laughs> <laughs> like okay. you're not gonna say that you're not gonna food. <laughs> no, you're not doing no. that. You're gonna. No. <laughs> So the zombie's gonna consume something that you normally wouldn't, like if it's maybe some commoner on the ground that they just thought looked good and it was was chemically infused. And that gives them the power. You're not gonna go eat that commoner, are you? I mean if it's gonna give me superpowers. But you're taking the, the chance on if. Right? Yeah, the, that's the thing. If it gives you superpowers, or you turn into a zombie. But listen, um, we're on a we're on a we're on a zombie talk, and I've always had this question, um, and it was always one of those icebreakers. You can take two items into a zombie apocalypse with you. They have to be able to be carried by you. What are you taking? The minigun from Predator. Because I, I, I can carry that no problem. Mini gun from Predator. And, uh, uh, lighter. And a lighter? Yeah. Just light them up, huh? Yep. Are we talking weapons? Yeah, yeah. So, well, you can carry two, any two items into a zombie apocalypse, but you have to be able to carry it. So, what are you taking? A crossbow mm-hmm. and an RPG. Okay. Respectfully. As long as you can carry all the ammunition on you, I respect it. I'm going crazy. I'm now, there's not a chance I will die. I'll tell you, I, I get that. I'm, re- I'm telling you, I'm going like Bruce Lee in his prime and John Wick after they killed his dog. <laughs> and I'm going to give it to him. You're getting it. I'm going to get to the zombie leader. I believe. Oh, I don't even know if there is one. But whoever started it, I'm going to kill him. But the queen ant? Yeah, I'm, I'm, just I'm getting it. Crazy. I'm going in there. <laughs> I was thinking... So what if it turns out like the movie Fido? Have you guys seen the movie Fido? Didn't Fido the dog? No. Fido 
<laughs> Hold on, gang. Spider was a zombie movie where they turned the zombies into pets. What? Yeah, they put a collar on them. And it controls the zombies and makes them just normal, regular old every day. Honestly, I think if I was to make a zombie my pet, it would run away. <laughs> I mean, I get that. What do you mean by that? What? <laughs> You're always at work. You don't have time for a pet. I take them with me. Listen, bring your zombie to work day. Oh, bring your zombie to work day? Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm taking a chainsaw. Okay. Taking a chainsaw. Uh, and we're just running on whatever gas it has at that point, okay? Taking the chainsaw, you remember back in the day, the childhood toy? That it's called a sit and spin? Yeah. I'm attaching this chainsaw to a sit and spin and just fucking going crazy. <laughs> yeah, and just spinning in a circle, you know what I mean? They're not going to touch me until that gas runs out. It's wild. That, that's always been my answer for any concept of a zombie apocalypse. Chainsaw with a sit and like, spin? Chainsaw with a sit and spin. And just sit in a circle... Uh-huh. I'd assume they're going to go with the horde mentality and kind of circle around me. If not, if they come straight, I might lose that battle faster than I thought. Oh, yeah. Because um, eventually my back's going to be turned to one of them, you know? Yeah, you're losing that battle. But I think a sit and spin, I got a circular... I got a radius covered, so we'll be safe. Yeah. Minigun. Chainsaw. Honestly, they're both going to run out of ammunition and gasoline eventually, right? Honestly, it'd be like this. But a minigun can take down a whole forest... With me standing in one spot. I mean, sure. I don't have to walk up to the end of it. I'm not walking in. I'm spinning. Nah. No. You're done. Eventually. But I'm spinning. No. (laughs) You get at least 15 minutes to survive. That's fine. That's enough action to get get, take care of his zombies. I'm taking at least 20 hours. Alive? Mm -hmm. With a crossbow RPG. Yeah. You know, heavy RPG ammunitions. Gotta do it. (laughs) I say you carry three of them. I think now. I might have shorted myself. I excluded I excluded Rambo from my scenario. <laughs> so you're Bruce with Rambo? Yeah. Hyphenated? I'm Bruce with both. Bruce with both. <laughs> Bruce with both. Bruce with both. That's what they're going to call me. That's what they call me in the streets. <laughs> okay, Joe. So you bought a fight on, right? So I never heard of this movie. Uh, okay, movie. Zombie animals. Yeah. Now, I do want to talk about movies now. Because you're talking about John Wick. New John Wick's coming out. Whatever. Animal movie coming out. It's called Cocaine Bear. Yes. That's Listen, that's it's based off a true story. Yes. And I want to see how they depict it in the movie. Because although we don't know the actual story, we know the outcome, basically, essentially, you know? A bear took a lot of cocaine, ate it, and went stupid. But apparently he had no casualties. Okay, so this is the thing. So, it happened in the 80s, mm-hmm. right? Cocaine... Fell out of a plane, the bear found it, the bear ate the cocaine, and he only lived for another 15 minutes because they did a biopsy on him, right? But they said for that 15 minutes, he would have been the most dangerous apex predator on the planet. No doubt about it. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah. So I'm excited for this movie. Yeah. Are you? No. I, I want to watch it too because I feel like it's going to be stupid hilarious. It is. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a total B-rated movie. Yeah. But, um, funny. But the fact that that concept came to life with a true story mm-hmm. is wild. You know, the fact that somebody misheld a, a block of cocaine. Well, they didn't mishold it. That's how they used to do it in the 80s. You know, they would, they would fly a private plane. And then when it was over, usually the swamps, Louisiana area, right? They just kick it out in the in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. and then land safely. So all you saw was a plane take off from wherever, mm-hmm. land wherever. There was zero cargo on the plane when it landed. All right, right. And then you know, bush people in Louisiana would go and and find the the you know, boxes of cocaine or whatever and then start producing it and selling it. And now I'm intrigued. Was this was this a was this a setup already? So was this like a movement on how to distribute and sell cocaine? Is that how like do you know? Yeah. I mean that's that's how it was done. Like if you see the movie uh Blow with Johnny Depp mm-hmm. um that was taken from, from real life. That really yeah, that dude really, really happened. Oh sh- um, if you've seen, God, there's an, uh, another couple movies, uh, one with uh, Tom Cruise, where he's a pilot and mm-hmm. he's, he's 
flying uh, cocaine everywhere all over you know it's just also 17 no no i don't remember the name of the movie uh but that that's a true story i think that's where part of it came from um was him pushing the the load out so yeah. is that our our southern version of like you know our Pablo escobar's i mean they were just kicking us that's the, everything movies. everything back then was coming from um was it Pablo escobar what was the big cocaine giant in the 80s? Um, no, not Pablo. Um, sh- no, it was Pablo. Right? Yeah, Pablo yeah. Escobar. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was him. Everything was coming from him. That's crazy. To have yeah. that kind of, you know, and it's weird. Um, we're, we're jumping ship completely right now, but Pablo Escobar, to his, how bad he was of a person, I guess, to hold that whole drug lord and whatnot, you got to be smart. Yeah. As all hell to run this kind of thing, you know, to run this shit. And I guess that can go for any kind of uh, um, illegal activity. There's some kind of brains behind it. Oh, you got to be definitely smart. You know, stupid smart. Yeah. And it's like the fact that they even came up with that uh, way to maneuver and, and manage, I guess, product that is beyond me because I would never thought about flying in a plane, dumping it in the, in the swamps. No. But the fact is a cocaine bear scary just the thought about it you know like you said imagine if he got out and if he wasn't in the uh if he wasn't in the, in the forest no he found his way to the city how bad would the cabins have been oh yeah you know that's my favorite animal in the whole world because a bear oh that's just talking about cocaine bear no i mean what kind of might be do you have a specific bear uh the either the kodiak because they can only be found on Kodiak Island. I think that's hard. That's dope. Or the, or you know, the, the, you know, black bear. I just think bears in general are badass. Bears are dope animal. Okay, speaking about cocaine bear, though, just some random thought. Would you ever go to a drugged out zoo? A chance? No. You may or may not be protected. It's going to be like a normal zoo, but you do have the possibility of running into a Methed out line. Uh, no, you're not trying to do that. But let's talk about <laughs> come back full circle to the zombie apocalypse. Yep. Right? Everybody forgets that zoos are going to, the animals are going to escape. Mm-hmm. So now in all of our cities, we have these apex predators. So not only are zombies hunting us, but we have lions now haunting us, panthers and tigers and cheetahs and oh my you know i mean you know elephants are going to start running wild you know everybody forgets about you know all these animals that are going to go hey you know these humans aren't keeping us in cages anymore yeah let's take the earth back yeah um (laughs) i wouldn't know what to do i don't know how to domesticate a lion you know you don't um yeah and and i guess that that comes to that comes to us now we live in in a desert we live close enough to close enough to some wood, you know, high north. We live right next to Tahoe. Um, we live nowhere we near Tahoe. Tahoe not, like it's not, I, I guess our state. Seven hours away. Our, our state of Nevada, okay? It's close to Tahoe. That's like two days on a horse. <laughs> but we have cougars. That w- I mean, we definitely have cougars in Vegas. That's for sure. I love me and cougars. All right, gentlemen. <laughs> we have mountain lions. Yeah, there's more that come to the street. You know, right. public streets. There's more mountain lions in the surrounding mountains of Vegas than there are people in the Las Vegas Valley, and that's scary. I'll beat one up because I don't know if mountain lions are like. I don't know if they're they're on. I'm sorry. I heard that, but it didn't click until just now. Mm-hmm. You're beating up a mountain lion. No, it's not. Okay. We'll go past that. I don't know. Are, are mountain lions known predators to attack first? Or are they going to try and scare you again? Do you know that aspect? No. Is a mountain lion going to jump on you when they first see you is my question. I, I think they're only going to attack. I think it's an animal instinct. They're only going to attack if they feel threatened. Speaking of, I have a story to tell about one time when I almost pissed myself. Sure. I was walking home from high school. And... You know, so they're like this, like, uh, I don't know. If it's, I don't know if it's called the Flood Channel, but that's what I call it. Because, you know, it's a big area where the floods go. And uh, they're like this big, like, mountain thing. You probably know what I'm talking about right there on uh, Russell and Durango. Robot 7-Eleven? Yeah. 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 Cor- the corner right there across. Yeah. Yeah, yeah where there's taller. Yeah. So I was walking on one of them. Yeah. I was walking on one of them, and I decided to walk up it, right? So I'm standing on the top. 
Bro, I kid you not. I almost shit myself. Because I looked down, bro. There's a whole coyote. And keep in mind, it's not like super close or anything, but it's like, it's a distance where I can see it. And it, it could probably definitely see me. I don't know how far, you know, their eyesight goes. But it probably definitely saw me. And I'm looking. And keep in mind, I'm walking home. And, like, I have my shirt off because it's hot. Yeah. And I'm looking. I'm like, oh, my fuck. Yeah. And I tell you, I ran down this hill so fast. I could have broke every bone in my body and still probably would have been running <laughs> because I was scared shitless. Like, there was no reason in the world. And it wasn't like it was nighttime. Yeah. It wasn't like it was super. It was like middle of the day, like 5 p.m. Sounds about right. And I, yeah, I mean, from, if I was in the moment, I think I would have done the same thing. Um, for sure would have pissed. From what I do know now, I know coyotes are pack animals, so they're not going to do anything, I guess, unless they're in a pack, you know? So if he wasn't in a pack... Every right to piss yourself. There was no chance to take there. Yeah, for sure. For sure. There's no thought process when you see a coyote, you know? Knowing what I know now, you know, back then, I probably would have just been taking me a lot. I'm, I'm going with you, you know? I'll be a part of your package one too. I'll be that guy. Um, but yeah, I heard coyotes are not are not animals to go on their own. Yeah. When I was told. But I didn't even, like, honestly, so it's like this, right? So if they are pack animals. Yeah. If you see one, how do you, like, what if you just don't see the other ones? Because, you know... Animals, if there are types of hunt, like, what if they're smart enough to be, like, bait? Already surrounding you. Yeah, they're bait, and boom, they're, like, they're wherever. You know, keep in mind, it wasn't like I saw him, like, looked around to try and find the other ones. Like, I saw him, was like, oh, no, ran back down. That's tough. Have you guys learned nothing from cartoons? I haven't learned anything. Why do you not like that? You yeah. just got to paint, like, a, a pretend <laughs> mural on the side of the wall. He'll run right into it. That's how coyotes are. You hand him a bomb or something, he'll blow himself up. No, no, Put him he, on roller skates. These he, coyotes are zero smart. Like, I mean, roadrunners are outsmart these coyotes, bud. Exactly, that's you my point. Can. I learned so much from the cartoons that I became roadrunner. But he didn't run away. He hands him stuff. No, he, he ran away. I mean, he just gets oh, the chase, you know? He did the cat and mouse game. For the most part. I let him see me, and before I knew if he actually started chasing me, I just took off. Did you say beep beep? <laughs> so, Joe, that's so funny because I do want to bring this up to cartoons. Yeah. Listen, you grew up in a different era, huh? The cartoons are fell off, boy. They're 100%. And I'm with you on that. And I want to just go there real quick. Your era of cartoons, were you, first off, were you a cartoon growing up? Or were you more, you guys had a heavy reality uh, sitcom, more sitcom based? Of, uh, I can't stop. Oh, it was Saturday shows. morning cartoons. All day. That right? was Saturday morning. You woke up early mm-hmm. and you started off with, like, you know, He Man, then it went into yeah. G.I. Joe, then it went into the Ninja Turtles, then it was the Thundercats, then ah! all, all Saturday morning was, was, you know, cartoons. Right. Um, and then throughout the week, yeah, I mean, sitcoms were were awesome. Right. You had shows like Alf. 90210. Big, big, I'm a big liker of 90210. It's, it's, it was cool. It was a good one. It's not really a sitcom. What is it? It's lame. A, a, a teen dramedy. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I guess the sitcom is like Full House, huh? Yeah, Full House is Family Matters. Family Matters. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Really? Okay. Family Matters is go to for sure. Um, yeah. I feel like Steve every day. Yeah. Which one, though? He said Steve, not Stefan. Oh, that's it. Stefan. You gotta feel like Stefan, bro. Not Steve. Yeah, you feel like Steve. You feel like Stefan. Yeah. I feel like Steve. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I just want to make sure. I said you know, say what I said. <laughs> you look like Stefan. You look like Steve. We it's a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, what I wanted to get there was where are we at cartoon base? What is the top tier cartoon uh, producer? <laughs> Be it, be, yeah, be it Cartoon Network. I don't know, Joe, if you have much saying this, but be it Disney Channel or like Nickelodeon. No, definitely Cartoon Network. Yeah? Producer? Yeah, like, I, I guess that's the right term. You know, because like, because you have Cartoon Nickelodeon, uh-huh. Cartoon on Disney Channel, Channel, or on Cartoon Network, right? So I guess a Cartoon Channel. Like, what is the top tier and where is the, uh, where's the best cartoons at? I don't know. They're all trash now. Nowadays, no, right. But right. like, where, Nowadays. from from before, where are we at? In their uh, primes. In their prime, I should, yeah, exactly. You can even throw CBS... Um, Cartoon, yeah, whatever, whatever. When I was a kid, cartoons came on regular TV. It was part of a normal program. You had no special, like, special channel for them? Yeah, no. TV and CBS. No, I mean, well, yeah, on CBS and ABC right. and NBC. 
They each showed their own cartoon really? box. Yeah, they all showed their own set of cartoons. And depending on, you know, what you were into, mm-hmm. you'd watch that channel. Did you? Um, I, gosh, I think I was... I have been in high school when Cartoon Network came out. Yeah? Yeah. And then it was cool, but the, I mean, they showed all... Older cartoons, I think. Mm-hmm. I think they stuck all the older cartoons, like from my generation, on a, a show or a channel called Boomerang. Now. Yeah, Boomerang. Because yeah. Boomerang is where you have the Jetsons. Right. I think that's the main <laughs> one. Have you heard that theory about the Jetsons and the Flintstones? No. This is my favorite thing. <laughs> okay, theory about Jetsons and the Flintstones is because you know in the Flintstones it's not as a. Uh, uh, like, we all think of it as, like, B.C., right? Or whatever. Um, or Caveman Era. But if you watch the Flintstones, they have stuff that happened after, way after Caveman. They they have a Christmas special. They have, you know, uh, normal amenities. I mean, be it a dinosaur that's a vacuum or a, or a, you know, dinosaur that's a garbage disposal or a bird or whatever. But they have common amenities, right? So the theory is... The Jetsons and the Flintstones are the same timeline, happening in the exact same timeline. Post-apocalyptic, the Flintstones are the poor people who were stuck on Earth. The Jetsons are the rich people who built their new society in the sky. Same timeline, though. Yeah, I like that theory. That makes a whole bunch of sense. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? That's I like that theory a lot, actually. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. I mean, I could even think of something. But now, if you go back and watch both cartoons, you won't view them the same. If you always think of it, oh, well, this is a post-apocalyptic. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Lower class, upper class right. societies. Yeah, that's wild. All right, now that we're on the topic of cartoons, what is your favorite cartoon? <sighs> favorite cartoon all time. Mm-hmm. Original Ninja Turtles. I. Is that the is that the cow? What do they used to say? Cowabunga, cow yeah, dude. Uh-huh. Okay, fucking Mikey. Yeah. Um, I was a sucker for Ben Ten. Now I can't say that's my all time favorite. I don't think I have an all time favorite, but Ben Ten would be top of the list if I were to make a top five, uh, maybe three. But yeah, I always wanted to watch Omnitrix. I always wanted to be that dude who turned into a creature, an alien. Honestly, you did a great job. Huh? Right. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. That was for sure. For sure, though, bro. Ben Ten. The fact that this teenage or little kid can turn into aliens and just take on bad guys. Yeah. Dope concept. Me. I think I have to go Batman the animated series. That was my uh-huh. favorite cartoon of all time. Now it either be that or not the original Ninja Turtles, but the ones that came on like the two thousands. That was on Nickelodeon. That what? Ninja Turtles. I like the live action Ninja Turtles. You've seen the movies? The original movies yeah. or the new ones? No, the random ones. Well, the dude during the costume. Yeah, yeah. those are funny ones. Later, sure. Yeah. Because when uh, Vanilla Ice popped up in number two, hit with a ninja rap. Yeah. Man, crazy. No, I love that. Um, yeah. Cartoons in general, man, are, are life. I can't get over it. In the space of cartoons, you know, there's also animes. Mm-hmm. What are your top three? Top three mm-hmm. currently? Yep. Jujutsu Kaisen one. Um, Demon Slayer two. Um, Chainsaw Man three. Okay. You guys are going to hit me. You got the top three animes all time. Mm-hmm. Number one is Fist of the North Star. Never watched it. Number two is Cowboy Bebop. No. Number three is Outlaw Star. You cannot beat those three. I've heard one. I've only watched one of the three that you just named. Never even heard of the other two. Okay. Well, Cowboy Bebop is your number two all time? Yeah. We're not even putting Dragon Ball Z all time? No. All time? No. Look, give yourself give yourself a chance to watch those in depth, all of them, and you'll be like, yeah, Joe is right. I, uh, you guys have DVD players? I don't know if you do. I have a PlayStation. Okay. Kind of uh, I have the first series Fish of the North Star. Mm-hmm. I'll let you buy it. What is it? What is it? What's the basis? So the basis is is uh, this dude gets 
I, I can't explain it. You just got to watch it. I mean, he gets this dude puts seven wounds in him, right? With his fingers. It's, it's just badass. It's like where anime started. This is late 70s, early 80s anime. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fist of the North Star goes hard. Where are you at me? What's, what's the current top three? My top three? Current. <laughs> mm. I'm not having current. To go. Hmm. <laughs> Can I count Death Note? For yeah, sure. You can count Death Note. I, I think I put Death Note at one because I rewatched it the most. Two, I'd have to probably go Jujutsu Kaisen. And then three, One Piece. So, how far in One Piece did you get? Honestly, I could tell you in about three and a half seconds. Because yes, there's about. 3,000 episodes, I think, of One Piece. Haven't watched a single one of them, yeah. and I don't plan on to because I don't want to sit through all that. Yeah, it's actually um, pretty lit. I will give it a shot, but yeah, I'm, I'm not... not. I don't I don't have a, a thought about laying a finger on One Piece yet because, honestly, I'm still watching Naruto. Uh, the fillers, I don't think you should have a TV show and an anime where you need a map to get through. Right. Right. And I don't I, I don't feel like I should need to look at a directions on how to skip fillers or what the fillers are. And really what am I missing in the fillers? I get their fillers, but you know, there's there's some character introduction in there. I'm almost in a one piece. On who at least on one piece? Yeah, I'm on episode eighty eight of season two and there's ninety one episodes in season two and eight episodes in season three and there's fifty three episodes in season one. So it's pretty lit. Okay. Maybe. But yeah I want to finish Naruto um, there was another one I wanted. Oh, uh, Bleach. I haven't, I haven't, Bleach is hard. Yeah, I haven't yeah, kept watching. That's it. one of my favorite all time uh, here. Yeah, Byron told me about watching the what, Thousand Year Blood War. Yep. So I wanted to watch a Thousand Year Blood War. We watched three episodes of it, I think I, I got through. Um, right before their big fight, I didn't see that yet. But yeah, I have a lot to catch up on. Uh, Chainsaw Man for sure, though, currently. Dope show. Chainsaw Man, definitely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Chainsaw Man, I read all the manga first. Before it came out? Yeah, way before it came out. Yeah, there's so many good animes out there. It's so crazy. But it's like, anime is honestly the new way to go. I don't watch reality TV. I don't even, I don't watch regular TV. But animes, they're just booming at all times. Yeah. And, you know, people be like anime, people are nerds. and I don't know why people say that because anime is probably one of the most lit shows you ever watch. I will, I will wear that cape probably. Yeah, facts. Oh, I'll I, be the nerd if I have to be. You guys read manga? I don't, I don't read it. My, oh, my favorite new manga that came out, and it's better than it should have been, is uh, uh, Rooster Fighter. You're, I saw that. It's about, a, it's about a rooster who goes fighting demons in Japan. And... It looks like it should be as silly as Cocaine Bear, but it is badass. And I think I think we talked about it, but you told me it's not like a human personified into a rooster. uh, It's a rooster. Birth rooster. Yeah. He was born as a rooster. Nothing else, right? Yeah. Not a chainsaw man. Nope. Turn into a guy with chainsaw. No. He's a rooster. rooster. He's a badass. Does he ever fight other roosters? Yeah. And that's how it starts. And there's no there's no uh, anime for it yet, right? The the no. I mean, it only has two volumes out, um, and the it starts off. I mean, he's he eventually or ultimately what it is is he's avenging. He's trying to find the demon who killed his sister. Okay, and so he's he's fighting demons. So speaking about anime too, is there is there a movie depiction that you've seen and you're like, damn, that would have been way better if it's movie TV show? Mm-hmm. Anything that brought that to your mind? No. The one that always irritated me, guessing Squid Games. Yeah. Lovely show. Dope show. I don't know if there's an anime for it. I never looked into it. If they just turned all that into an anime, I think you can do so much with it. It would have been sick as an anime. John Wick, even. John, turn John Wick into an anime? No, I think... Unspeakable things. Right, I don't think it would have translated as well. No? As an anime, no. 100% I can see that. You have some... All-star Japanese actor, right? Take the like point, An anime assassin kind of like superficial, like kind of like superhero like theme to it. Yeah. Like, you know, like John Wick, like, yeah, he's not like, he doesn't die and kind of like invincible in a sense, but like, and he's just a guy who uses weapons and beats people up all the time. Did you mean to do that? Hmm? Did you mean to say invincible? Maybe, I don't know. Well, no. You're making me a question. No, no, because it's, <laughs> no, because, um, Keanu Reeves, uh-huh. he created an anime 
and I want to say his anime is called Rimitsu. Oh, no. So, yeah, Keanu Reeves is the head of an anime. Like, that was just me being one with the universe. Well, just talking to you, huh? Your third eye opened? Oh, fucking no. I don't know, bro. What? <laughs> You're making me question myself now. I thought you were trying to play Bond on Invincible. I don't know. But yeah, no, it's like, but like you think about it, like Bleach, for example, Bleach has like super swords and like swords yeah. that have special powers and stuff. And like in One Piece, there's a guy who eats like, I think it's called the Devil Fruit, and he becomes like a elastic dude and like starts taking over the pirate shit. And then. Yeah. yeah. Monkey D. Luffy? Sure. Is his name Monkey? I don't know. But you watched the show. I know his name's Luffy. Oh, shit. I thought his first name's Monkey. Does it look like I study? I mean, you, I thought you watched... I thought... You know, okay, whatever. Continue. Yeah, my church says love. Hell yeah, Lovey, baby. Yeah. yeah. Uh, See, Monkey D. Luffy. His first name's Monkey. Well, let's call him Luffy. All right, damn, I call him Monkey. <laughs> You're weird. I can't recall him Monkey. Yeah, you call people show. by their first names. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, like your name's not even Stone. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> it's Filbert. What? What? Filbert? Yeah. Filborn. No. But. Huh? What? What? We're getting a little off track, guys. You guys need to Here we go. I think we're going to wrap this up, gentlemen. Fucking. We're wrapping it up. Bears and shit, paper bags. I can't do this no more. <laughs> I guess we've officially reached the end of the crown podcast today. Everything's going everywhere. Make sure you guys get the book coming out in a couple months of Faceless Love. We'll drop the link in the description for the YouTube viewers, Spotify listeners. You guys know where to find us at Instagram at the crown podcast. And make sure you guys tune in next week. We'll be here again, giving you guys everything you guys need. We love you guys. You guys have a great day. Love ya.